This is Lost in the Groove. And I'm Mike. I'm Dave. We hippies have come together to spark change. So together, we give you our society and culture podcast. So with that, let's get funky and let the intro music play, baby. Hey guys, and welcome to Lost in the Groove. Today is episode 10, season 3. We'll be discussing the conclusion of all the various different things we've talked about. Medicinal plants. Yeah, and summarize the entire season for you guys. It's been quite a journey, and we've talked about so much. So... Shout out to our sponsor, Anchor.fm, easiest way to start your own podcast. And guys, and guys, and girls, be sure to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash lost in the groove and our Discord page where you guys can message us. We can have a little fun conversations at three o'clock in the morning if I'm up. And uh, we also have all our social links down below in the description. So, on to today's topic, everybody. Yeah, uh, Mike, would you like to start, or would you like me to start? What would you like? Shameless. <laughs> Shameless. <laughs> yes, I'll take it away. All right. So, me hired yeah, so this is so this is the conclusion. Yes, this uh, is and, the conclusion. Um, you know, oh boy, what a fairly long season, and it, it's been pretty. I want to say. Pretty educational. I mean, we, you and I both came across a lot of stuff too that uh, we had learned, like the extraction process for uh, CBD. That was um, that was really really cool to see all the different methods. But you know, there's all these options for uh, plant based solutions today, and some of them have been around for a while. Some of them were discovered recently. Yeah. Some of them were. were some of them. We had known about, but then because of uh, because of research and development opening up, uh, giving more access to people. I mean, it's, it's just uh, you know, it's also we're uh, we had a little bit more control from our communist <coughs> government, so you know, we're like, we're not taking and, this anymore. Down with and more you. funding, yeah, of course, <laughs> more funding and more funding, and and here we are, right? It's uh, we, I mean, green, I mean, green and green. Like I look at <laughs> marijuana is green, right? And then money is also green, okay? So if you combine them, green and green, green and green, <laughs> exactly, man, you get it. So I get, oh no, I totally get mm-hmm. it. But and so, but here yeah. we are now. It's, it's pretty awesome that uh, there's all these options that people have that um, they may have never considered before. And uh, naturally, uh, this is the progression of all new products that come to market. So, yeah, I mean. The most important and the most useful one that has had the most impact, I think, has been uh, Kratom by far. Easily. Just uh, changing people's lives over the last five years in the in the hundreds of thousands, if not more. Yeah. Like people across the country. And that's just this country. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's so cool because, I mean, I walked into this, you know, like so many where... I just smoke weed, okay? And, you know, you don't really, 
you don't really think about it. You don't really like spend the time to get to know of like what what the hell are you actually smoking? Like what is it? And then your eyes open and then you learn about all these different kind of compounds. And then the most craziest thing happens out of everything, right? You learn there's other medicinal plants besides cannabis. And it's just incredible, man. I mean, we live on a planet that's full of life and experience and new exploration and different properties, different plants. And imagine, imagine what we can find deeper in the oh, sea. I know. I'm so excited right? for this. I know. It's like <laughs> the next exploration. I mean, we're still working on space, but there are, there could be so many things going on beneath our feet. We have no idea about. Yeah. We can't reach it. It's just too deep. But at some point, we'll, uh, some company out there will engineer the right probes uh, that can handle the uh, the depths and the pressures. You mean like Mariana? You mean like the Mariana Trench? Or, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. it's it, the organisms that are down there and the plants that are like who knows, man. Um, it's it, it's a beautiful time for technology and for plant based solutions because it's only a matter of time. And then obviously, look at what's happening with um, the world of pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Um, there's less and less trust. There's um, there's more people who are uh, just throwing up their hands and saying, "Man, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try something different." <clears throat> and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it, you know. Like the thing is, people have this very negative attitude to natural products at whole. Why? Because a lot of times people think it's a scam. You know, what could possibly nature do that humans beings can't create? Okay, here's the yeah, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. I understand that. <laughs> But here's the insane thing, right? This planet, we're my my ass is sitting in this chair. Okay, my tush is sitting right now. This planet at whole is four billion years old. Okay? In those four billion years, the amount of organisms, the amount of plants, the amount of life that has existed in that four billion years is insane. The amount of evolution that has gone on for the past 4 billion years to create what we have now. So you mean to tell me that a scientist can do the work of what this planet took in 4 billion years, right? Right? Think, I mean, think about that. What, they can, what a scientist can do is maybe under, uh, have a better... Uh, have have better tools to examine yeah. the the nature of you know the chemical makeup of a lot of things. That's that's what they have access to is the that capacity and and um, and equipment. But uh, it all comes from nature. It, it's interesting how you were saying that uh, uh, plant based solutions. Maybe let's say ten years ago were not necessarily frowned upon, but mostly just. Uh, Kind of looked at as snake oil. This is or mis you know, nonsense. Or honestly misunderstood. I mean, it. it yeah, that's yeah. The, that's the right way. That's the right way to put it. But ultimately, um, everything is made from plants. You know, even even the even the drugs that are concocted these days. Yeah, some of it are research chemicals, and we did talk about that with nootropics. Um, but Which there's I'm a lot so, of things that are derived from plants. I mean, like 
to be honest, I'm still a little bit uh, borderline with nootropics because why? I, you know, like I, I see all of the research and everything. That the thing that bothers me is is that <clears throat> it's kind of the same way edibles are no longer cannabis. It's so far from its natural property, it no longer can be that because it's now a new new form. It's no longer what originally was. So I don't mean that in a negative tense because like I'll take edibles. I love edibles, even though I know it's not generally what originally was, but you're enjoying, you're enjoying lighting your vape pen. Good. So with that in mind, I still am trying to see where, how does nootropics fit into all of this? Like, can you I mean, even call it a medicinal plant anymore? Well, well, no, but that's why we kept that to the for the end of the entire season is we're close to the end. I mean, because, now we no, are it's actually, not, it's not I mean, dude, we're actually now at the end. I mean, this is this is 10, man. Number 10. Here we are. I know. And it's exciting because I'm really, really um, looking forward to next season. Oh, shroom tea, shroom tea. Shroom tea, shroom tea, shroom. Um, okay, we're not, we're not, yeah, we're not on a, we're not on a hockey game right now. Uh, God, that'd be so cool if you were. But so, I get your point on all of this. Makes total sense. We're, you know, we're going towards the end. But if we want to look at this from a bird's eye view, okay, we look at nootropics. We look at medicinal plants. Okay. Easy. Now, can you put those two in the same regards to regulations, research, data, availability? Can they all be put at the same margin or it's two different two different realms? No, no, no. no. I mean, I think that, I guess this is where when we were doing our research and we were reading up about it, we saw that um sure, nootropics is more in the world of uh, private companies formulating their own stuff and this and that. However, you can find pharmaceutical companies, legitimate ones that uh, take the same approach. These, the chemicals generally that are, uh, that are worked on for nootropics, some of it are natural ingredients, some of it are research chemicals, but that is what science has shown us. Research chemicals can get discovered and then they're shelved because they're like, we don't know exactly what we can do with this yet. I mean, like, another way of looking at this is LSD. And now I'm getting into the, the thing of psychedelics, but LSD is not natural. It's made in a lab. But it does, ha <laughs> but it does have a lot of benefits, a lot of uh, mental benefits, if used wisely. We'll talk about this in the next season. But I guess you can kind of the say the same thing with nootropics because lab-made LSD is great for a lot of different purposes. Same thing with nootropics. Even though it's lab-made, it still can be used for general purposes, what it's designed for. I think that's what we see where we have companies that are in the dietary mm -hmm. supplement world or, or, or some or in my some form. Or, or, or my favorite, Karen. You know, dietary supplement. Well, it's my favorite, Karen. You you never heard of this, really? No, I haven't. No. You, you know that. What the hell are you talking you about? Know Karen. You know what a Karen is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I've heard that. Okay, okay, yes. Okay. So, like, kind of picture this. Okay, blonde soccer mom, white, lives in like Bel Air in L.A. Okay, she's the one that like goes to Ear Ear Earhorn or Earwan, whatever that that fancy bougie grocery store is in L.A. Okay, she's one of like the sweatpants, but like the, the Gucci sweatpants. Okay. Oh, so it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> now she's the one that works at the supplement counter in the store and she's the Karen like she'll like point out things or like completely get everything out of cycle you know because like she doesn't like what they're doing but anyway it's called my uh, whatever it's anyway it's called yeah. my favorite Karen but why am I explaining this this is because this is I'm, so because obviously no because I'm obviously I'm ignorant about what you're talking about and I'm curious what you know what that meant so now You've educated me. Thank you for taking the time to do oh, so. Oh, of course. And if anybody, so, if anybody yeah. finds my favorite Karen, just remember to bitch slap them, give them a hug, and say <laughs> I love you. God bless you. That's all they really needed that's as a kid. Yeah, man. That's all I need. <laughs> no, that's all they ever needed as a kid. Was a kiss and a hug. Yeah, a kiss and a hug. Spots. But yeah, which well now instead of getting a kiss and a hug, they get a bitch slap. Mm. See, that's sexier. Okay, come on. Eh. But talking about sexy, okay, Kratom, that's the new sexy. Now, we were talking about this before because we spoke about cannabis. We'll talk about cannabis a little bit later in this episode. I kind of want to focus on these more than anything. Kratom is in a very interesting predicament, right? Because you were mentioning where it's being banned, well, trying to be banned by the FDA, and now they're getting who involved? to ban it worldwide, like international. I mean, uh, they just haven't had success here. Just pub public uproar, yeah. you know? <laughs> and you, the the only other way is to put pol uh, international political pressure and see if uh, they can achieve their, their uh, goals in that fashion. But um, just like what the AKA has uh, said, that's the American Kratom Association, if you don't know them and you take Kratom, go follow them on Twitter. They spend a lot of money lobbying Congress and uh, being a bunch of dip been, dipshits. They've been pioneers in the world of Kratom. Mm -hmm. they, uh, they're a great organization, but they've said it that if it gets banned, the likelihood of the abuse and more overdoses from illicit drugs are going to increase exponentially. Um, I, you know, when we do the comparison between the two, it's a no brainer that Kratom is very safe if you're buying from reputable places. And of course, uh, you can buy directly from farmers, but you are skipping an important step. And this is where the dangers lie. This is why the FDA says what they say. It's not because of the Kratom that's brought imported properly, then tested and bottled and sold. Yeah, but man, they don't really, they don't care about, about your fucking opinion. Facts. Of course not. <laughs> Who do you think you're dealing with? These people only want to deal with something that is, to them, is clean, okay, which is the black market and the cartel, because, hey, you know, gringos, they're wonderful. So, you know, this is a known fact. I mean, the cartel is a very big supplier of the American government. But anyway, best be told, is this type of mentality and attitude has nothing to do with research, nothing to do about economics, it has nothing to do with 
chemistry or biology or farming or anything. It literally comes down to, is this safe enough that we can sell it just as well as crack and say it's good for you? That's the plan. And if they can't meet the plan, man, they ban it. They're like, uh-uh, yeah. we ain't doing this. No. Cause it's out of the, it's yeah it's out of their country. I mean they can legislate it if if they try if they try some form of um, regulation that that would be something. But uh, it, it just banning it outright. I mean most most of the stuff, all the negative stuff they have said about it, uh, giving their warnings to the American public, uh, is are unsubstantiated. You can follow the information and then you discover it for yourself that. Um, they're just blowing smoke because they don't really have a leg to stand on. Of course, hence exactly. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> why would they? Well, exactly the reason why, man, that they have not been able to find success in banning it. It's just it hasn't been that oh, easy for oh, them. Right. Remember, we mentioned they asked the public. They asked the public mm -hmm. for their opinion. They're like, you idiots, you morons, you stupid Americans. We wish you're all dropped dead. But please, we need to ask your opinion. And I'm just like. <laughs> no, please keep paying your yeah, taxes. Yeah, of course. Keep paying your taxes so we can be living in our mansions and buy our wives Lamborghinis. But anyway, on brighter terms and contacts, they keep on fucking over people over and over and over and over again. And then it's like, now you need our help? It's just, this is... Well, I, it's not so much help, but maybe just uh, uh, to be able to build some consensus around how it's used uh -huh. and why it's used. But still, if it gets banned, the the likelihood exponentially increases that people will turn to illicit drugs again. Uh, yes, the uh, opioid crisis won't go away. And this is one thing that has been able to kind of um, reduce the associated deaths and um, and abuse of these prescription drugs. Uh, but we, we always have to come back to it and remind people who's lobbying Congress within those organizations. Yeah. They're, they're the ones who want to continue oh, pushing yeah. it to, to pharmacies, and they're the ones who encourage doctors to prescribe them. Yeah. At least at, at least that's how it's been. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've talked. Go I ahead. I mean, you know, we have to wrap up because we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. But we want to come back to this. When we come back, we're going to cover in depth a little bit more of this and then go on to cannabis and CBD. But with that, guys, we're going to be taking Very short. Don't go anywhere. All right, guys, we are back. So let's continue today's groovy podcast. And topic. Weeds. So we were covering Kratom, Mike. Kratom. Ooh, yeah. Kratom. That's well, that's where we were at before we took our mm -hmm. break. And uh the uh the situation, as I was saying, isn't necessarily great and it could lead to a lot of problems um if it does get banned. At this very moment, it's still pretty much available everywhere stores and online yeah you can uh, you can import it from overseas if you wanted to participate uh, uh in terms of like a business um mm -hmm. but but you know how much longer i don't know you got to understand creative like the first the first early years 
and it's been here for a while as early as or like the earlier middle 2000s it's been here for a long time in the united states I we mean yeah 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 in the west and it only picked up uh more steam around 2017 with the leaf of faith that was a documentary on netflix and it showcased uh, which is still kind of bizarre and how like netflix out of all companies would produce such a show and allow it to be available on their streaming platform i'm like I, well, I feel like Netflix is on a whole nother level. They like they've got fuck you money. Yeah, you got to And you got and you got to remember where they came from. I remember when um, there were rental stores. They were and they, they, when they were beginning their streaming. Yeah, I services. mean, kind of like Netflix in a way was like the Antichrist. <laughs> yes, I yeah, remember they that. were like they <laughs> destroyed what we loved about just renting movies. Uh but but not paying fees. But not paying fees. For, yeah, I know. Yeah, which was a pain in the yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah. But nobody liked paying their late fees. Like you fucked up, pay up. Yeah, but <laughs> but this is the thing, though. If you kind of apply this to now, right, where businesses, specifically ones that are selling these products online, their customers have to pay multiple different types of taxes. Okay, and. I kind of find that insane. Like you're punishing people, you're making things more difficult than it already needs to be, and then you're banning it because it's supposedly unknown, right? But it's not unknown. We've had this for what twenty one years. It's been available here. That's plenty of time for us to have an understanding. Like that doesn't make right. any sense, right? You know? Yeah. It's it's absolutely true, and if we are talking about cannabis, it's uh, um, it's been around even longer. So there's plenty of case study to I want to I want to say show the public and lawmakers that uh, it's fairly fairly benign. There's nothing to really worry about with cannabis, and then of course it's derivatives. That's but that's why just recently. People may not know this, but Delta Eight THC has been um, has been attacked. Many states are trying to move to ban it. So people were calling out to the uh, to the DEA, yeah, and then they came out and said, "You're not going to believe this." DEA came out and said, "Well, Delta Eight is derived from hemp." And because of the farm bill in 2018, it is okay to be sold and consumed. A lot, I mean, retailers were very happy. The people trying to ban it were unhappy. They're kind of like, well, we're looking to you to kind of enforce our thought process behind right, with this. With no logical explanation or mentality or remorse whatsoever behind that. And therefore, that's why, that's why the DEA came out and said it. They're like, look, it's, it's derived from hemp, and it comes from CBD. Um, so th th this therefore... is this is the other problem, which is misinformation. It's purposely done where it's difficult or unfound or inevitable where you're left with, okay, so you're telling us it's bad, right? So we should believe you. But who the hell are they? I mean, they're just a bunch of alta cockers that don't give a damn about anybody <laughs> but themselves. 
Okay. <laughs> Wait, what is it? What what is the Yiddish word? It's called alta cockers. Which, <laughs> what is what is it, it means? Mean? Old rich white people. That, that's what it means. Uh, alta. Oh man. Okay. Alta means old. Cockers means like, you know, stupid, <laughs> uh, stubborn <laughs> cocker. It, it's Yiddish. Okay. I know it sounds like I, mean, I get it. It's funny. Great no, sexual I, joke. Yeah. Use it as many times as you like. Go right ahead. I no, I thought it was it's just something you fucking made up right on the spot. Dude, go online. I say Michigan all the time. I'm Jewish, man. I'm from Brooklyn. You know, I'm from New York. We use Yiddish and English and combine it, you know? I mean, like, think about it. When they see when they see cannabis, they think of green kugel. You know, it's all in the pan. It's called green kugel. But here's the uh is the other on the flip side, right? Where you could say, okay, so they're banning it. They must have a good and logical explanation as to why they're doing it. But if you look at their side, whatever they're saying has no scientific back backing, no DAA backing, no research backing whatsoever. They're just pulling the shit right out of their ass. I mean, yeah, they're, you know, Delta 8. THC. So they hear that and uh, lawmakers in various states immediately just decide, well, it's THC. So it's, you know, that's a scheduled substance. So they're trying to get it uh, scheduled by the federal government. The federal government is just kind of like throwing up their, you know, shoulders. Like they don't know what to really say or do. The, the DEA decided um, in, in terms of their own agency that they're not going to mess with it. There's no reason to. It follows the the legal orders uh-huh. that that had been put into place and it makes sense but the, this is just how it is uh for the most part i like delta 8 that's what i've been smoking all night since uh we started the podcast it's i just been smoking regular good old delta 9 <laughs> or delta 11 it's delta there there is such a oh, thing oh delta 11 really yeah there Ooh. is what about delta 13 Ooh. Uh, don't don't know, but it's I guess it's possible. I mean, there's many isomers of uh, of THC and the way they break it down. So, like, we don't know what else they'll come up with. Um, that's the that's the in- incredible thing when you can stop. Yeah, I want to say the prohibition and give a little bit of funding, open up the markets, and let them figure out what they can do with it. <laughs> That's how a free market yeah. should work, but um, it's not entirely free. No. And, um, and we certainly we certainly see a lot of a lot of similar things. I mean, I don't. What can I say? It's it's not it's not great. No, it, but it's it, getting it, better. No, it's not great, but it's also the reality that we live in and face. And you know, if you kind of look at cannabis, ca- cannabis is kind of kind of in the same realm where. It's still kind of viewed as a category one substance, you know, and it's we we still haven't cured that illness. There are still many states yeah. where they're not they're like, nah, this is this is like heroin. This is like bath salts. This is like crack cocaine. It's the same thing. I mean, of course. But but you'd be surprised. Like, look, if we if we looked it up now, just in general, uh-huh. So, how many states have legal cannabis? So, this is probably some kind of um, 
So recreational use of cannabis is legalized in 18 states, including Washington, D.C. Now let's look at how many states offer medical cannabis. Uh, 36 states. Right. That's so out of 50. The, so the one out of 50, 50 states. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when you say there's still some left, yeah, there are still some, uh, but the sharks are circling, man. Yeah. But those, those are the are people, corporations. but those are the people they're that the, are causing, they're not the only ones, but they're also the ones that are causing conflict. The other problem that we have is we're government, sorry, <clears throat> communist, communist regime <laughs> of control is a very big issue. You know, do you see the government gun to the corn farmers and be like, you know what? We're going to monitor you. We're going to monitor the corn like a bunch of fucking cows. They do. Not really. They probably do. They, they're not, re not I mean, really. Not really. Because uh, usually large ag agricultural farms like these super farms, they're owned by corporations. And these corporations are investor and private corporations. So basically China, that, that, that's what it means in English. And it's kind of where they have control over the government, not where the government has control over them. Yeah. I mean, that is a whole separate issue, but I can, I can tell you that over the last 10 years, um, all administrations have kind of been open to selling a lot of just business opportunities to China and Chinese investors. Uh, that is agriculture. That is other forms of manufacturing. That is the ports. During Obama's uh, presidency, he sold uh, a major uh, port to a Chinese company, uh, a port that uh, generally sees very high volume of goods coming in and out. How is that a good thing for national security? It's not. Well, no. I, w I would I mean, I, I, I'm not even somebody in, in the world of, uh, let's say, national security with uh, agency fucking training. And I'm coming to that conclusion like that. That's a conflict of interest. China, China hasn't given us anything damn near close to, uh, let's say, access to their ports. Like yeah, that. but it's, I mean, it's nothing any, to do any, with any of our companies. But as Any of our companies that want to do business there have to give up their technology. They all know. No, it. of course, of course, of course, we all know this, right? But the way that you have to kind of view this is like is like this. Why is it that cannabis has become legal to the point that it is? The reason is is because they can have control. Okay, tax level, production level, farming level, shipment level, all of the levels they can have control over. And they can control the growth in their realms. So basically, America is kind of creating their control compared to Russia and China. Now, here's the thing. America shits their diapers all the time. More than, I think, a lot of other countries. And a lot of these other superpowers know this. A lot of these very large countries like Russia and China. So America needs control to control their, their country. So that they can create these puppets where not only they have full grasp, but they there's no way of being letting go. So the issue with it, with it now 
is in the cannabis world, you find these restrictions, these rules, and people ask, will this change? I don't know. Probably not. Maybe yes. Who knows? But probably not. Probably not, unfortunately. No. So, yeah, I mean, uh, regulations and many things in, in this industry are definitely forms of control, but it's also money. Like I said, like I was saying earlier, the sharks are swimming, uh, especially in states where it's hasn't been passed yet. Corporations are very interested in this next uh, piece of industry. Uh, they've been a long time and they've been patient. So they have a lot of money lined up. And on top of that, you have local and uh, local state governments and federal government who can smell the money. So now is the time we're seeing such a push. Um, and I, you know, I've I questioned it since the beginning. And right now, at this very second, we have uh, multiple Democrat bills uh, proposing legalization or decriminalization in one form or another. We have uh, um, Mace's uh, Republican-led uh, bill that. Um, is being proposed and circulated. That one by far seems like the most reasonable, but it's hard to say just off the surface and the key points that they have mentioned in that bill. Uh, it's 112 pages. So there's, there's well, they make a lot sure, more we don't know. Well, they make sure there's 112 pages because who the hell is <laughs> going to go through 112 pages? See, they, they make sure that even the finest little details make sure that their dirty hands that are covered in shit are covered and cleaned as much as possible. They create all these, these laws and these new uh, ideas of the future and giving us freedom. Like the free, I don't know, like there's things called like freedom act or the Patriarch Patriarch love act or love your die dog <laughs> neighbor or something. I don't know. They come up with these, whatever acronym they love their acronyms. Names, okay. <laughs> they serve one purpose and one purpose only to confuse you to the point that you have no idea what they're doing. And it works. And it works. Exactly. It fucking it works, works so, so well. well. Yeah. But, uh, but, but it, this is, you know, this is the current state of affairs oh, of cannabis yeah. and uh, of Kratom and the, um, the nootropics is still fairly untouched. Um, the, there's, Every year they'll find something that maybe is causing some havoc somewhere and then they'll ban it on a state level and companies scramble and reformulate <coughs> China. <laughs> so You're forgetting the R. Russia? Yeah. I mean, sure, but China manufactures 99% of all drugs in the world. Yeah, but who do you think is one of the biggest controlling parties of the black market in the entire planet? Ah, but I'm but I'm not talking about black market. I'm talking about pharmaceutical grade drugs, and and their ingredients are sourced from China. Well, yeah. V vitamins. Would you believe vitamins? Dude, sourced from dude, China. Uh, you know everything is made in China. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean, literally, the toilet paper that you clean your butt with is made in China. And uh, I don't use toilet paper. I just use regular, uh, you know, paper. Printing paper. Printing paper. Right. Okay. That is yeah. uh, great. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> Getting super personal, folks. <laughs> well, hey, look, we all have our weird quirks, you know, like, 
Toilet paper. Of course. You know, I had a I had a buddy I had a buddy of mine when I was in Israel, okay? Yeah, this is insane thing where he would smoke cannabis with tobacco. Okay? Yeah, it's called a split. It, it's disgusting. I don't know. Like it's a weird thing. And I, I asked him, I'm like, what the hell are you doing this, man? Like you got weed, you got a good amount. Why don't you just make a good joint? And he told me, he says, Listen, man, he says, if the cops see me, all I gotta do is let them take a hit, and say this is, you know, it's a cigarette. They're high and I'm high, which means I'm <laughs> off the hook. <laughs> you know, see, that kind of mentality won't exist here in the United States. But the point still factors in how do you enter into the other party and get that control? OK, if you could get that control and we're going to end off with this, you'll give your spiel about this. But <laughs> we're. Does the line draw of how much control can the minimal party have? None. They're the, they're the, they're the minority. Of course. There you go. I mean, that's the answer. I mean, and they work at Taco I mean, Bell. I mean, come on, man. Uh, or, you know, uh, I'm watching a, a political drama right now, and it's like, fuck, this is so good and so close to real life. Uh, it's just disgusting because you, you know, it's the acknowledgement. I mean, they're telling us right in our faces through art, you know, this is how it works in politics and, um, people get hurt all the time and your interests will never really be met, but we'll, um, we'll sugarcoat it with colorful names and acronyms and various things. So yeah. it, I, I, I hope that things do get better in that world, mm -hmm. in that realm, but uh, it hasn't, you know, in forever. No, we go back. So we go back civilizations and it's always been like this. So, but we can always, um, you know, we can always focus and look for the, you know, the future and hopefully it works in our means and our benefit, even though it still has a negative effect towards it. All right, guys, we have reached that time in our podcast. Well, this has been great. <coughs> It has been fun. <coughs> and as always, we got lost in the groove. <laughs> Don't die on me, man. Sorry, man. Listen, every Tuesday, we're going to be testing this idea every Tuesday morning at 2 a.m. or Wednesday morning at 2 a.m. Be sure to check out a new episode of Lost in the Groove and our other channels, Jam Bam with Mike and Dave, our Patreon podcast. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, links will be below. And our Extra special, the Shindig Variety Show, our YouTube podcast. Wow. I know. It's, uh, I know, man. It's, the, uh, it's so great. It's great to be at the end of this season. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, Dave and I really appreciate you. You guys are the foundation of Lost in the Groove. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you in... Season four.